Welcome to Two Judgy Mums, a babyology podcast. Hen and Bex are two mums, under pressure, under-resourced, but over-opinionated, and are our two judgy mums. Let's cross to the sideline for more parental coaching. Oh, Hen, thank you so much for saving my life and taking Tilly to soccer. Good We're morning. We're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. Oh, she's a little pleasure. No problem at all. Well, she doesn't look like a pleasure. Look, she's headbutting one of the other kids. I love it. <laughs> go, Tilly. I told her today, just go out there and be a lion. <laughs> and Digby's like, I don't want to be a lion. I want to be a soccer player. <laughs> okay, no problem. She'll probably end up biting someone. Thanks. She'll be roaring soon. So how's work going? I just think I need to quit. You always need to quit. (laughs) I really need to quit this week. So one of the senior managers asked me to help him recruit an EA. Right. So I don't really do much recruitment. That's like a fancy secretary, right? Yeah, Yeah. the best secretary there is. Someone who, who like, runs your actual life, like, does your home life and your work life. So this is a really senior guy. So it's a wife. (laughs) Yes, it is a work wife, 100%. So he said to me, can you just help me? You know, I just want to make sure I get a really good person. And you've done some recruitment before, so maybe just have a look. So I met three girls for him, and I met <laughs> I met them twice, right? So he said basically his criteria was they just need to be presentable and type 80, about 80 words a minute or whatever and, you know, have a bit of experience being an EA to a senior level. So he rang me yesterday and he said, Hen, I've just met the first girl. Have you met her? And I said, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. I met her a couple of times. I thought she was really good. He goes, there was something wrong with her right arm. And I said, oh, what do you mean? I, I didn't notice anything. And he goes, she doesn't have a fucking hand on it. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? He goes, she doesn't have a hand on her right arm. How did you not notice this? <laughs> I said, but she can type, like she can type 80 words. And he goes, find the other hand, she'll type 160 <laughs> words a minute. How does she do it? I said, well, I don't know. Like, what What do you mean she doesn't have a hand? I have met her twice and I also walked her out both times. What? You didn't shake hands when you Well, she must, her, she must have done a fakie. I can't even remember. Which hand are you supposed to shake with? Oh, I don't know. Well, I think it's discrimination if he doesn't hire an out. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> The way he said it, she doesn't have a fucking hand on it. (laughs) The whole reason he asked me to help him is because he thought I could actually contribute something worthwhile and I'm sending him. (laughs) It's just a left-hand man. That's all it is. It's a left-hand woman. You don't need a right-hand woman. Look, don't ask me to help you out anymore. I'm clearly unqualified for this gig. (laughs) You're pretty good with your observations. I love it. Oh, my God. Oh, so, yeah. Anyway, I yeah. I need to quit. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> <laughs> I think I should too. Hey, Freddie, get out of that get out of that puddle. Oh, I am sick of that child. It is the dirtiest child ever. Oh, don't be such a punish. They're supposed to be dirty. No, but like he will not get in the bath. He will not get in the bath. Is this reportable? This is what happened the other day. Like to children <laughs> Is this reportable? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's become my new parenting level. <laughs> Uh, Well, child services need to be called. Uh, Should I go to jail for this? (laughs) (laughs) So, hadn't had a bath for two days, 
right? And because I, I give up. Like at night time, I'm like, I am so tired. I yeah. don't care. I actually right? think it's okay. Isn't well, there isn't there studies saying that you don't have to bath every day? Yeah, but look at him, right? <laughs> anyway, so we were going to go to my mum's and she can be really annoying about, I don't know, sanitary requirements for kids. Yeah. And so I panicked in the car and I said, look, when we arrived at the outside her house... Like I gave him a quick wipe down with the wipes, yeah. But just Can't live to without wipes. just to make sure that I wouldn't get in so much trouble with my mum. I then grabbed the pine tree car freshener, you know those cut out ones. What that's hanging from your rearview mirror? Yeah, although except mine's discarded on the floor somewhere, and I rubbed it on him so that he would smell a little Thanks. pine fresh. What? That's not that bad, is it? That is disgusting. Has he got a rash? No. Well, I don't know. You can't see it from the dirt. <laughs> He would have stuck. They stink, those things. Yeah, but of like Scandinavia. (laughs) Oh, hi, Freddie. Where have you been? Scandinavia. (laughs) Did he smell like it? A little, yeah. What did he say when you were doing it? Oh, you know, probably asking if he could stick a penguin up his nose. Like, he doesn't care. Where did you rub it? On his bum and everything? No, like just arms and legs and (laughs) the neck area. That is pretty. Bit on the hair. What did your mother say? She hasn't said anything yet. Mm, Not to you. But she gives me the. I know she gives me the look. (laughs) I can't believe Bex takes my kids to grandkids to Scandinavia and doesn't even tell me. (laughs) But bath time it kills me. Like I'm just. Oh, it's absolute torture. I would pay someone, like you know the dog washers. Yeah. I would pay someone to pull up their little van outside my house so they could delouse my kids. That's not a bad idea. You know, there's. Well, I've seen one around our place, and it's like a blue van with yeah. a dog on the side. Have you seen it? Yeah. And they lift the half the side up, and there's this dog. Like, <laughs> our kids wouldn't be doing that though. But imagine if they could wash their hair, cut their fingernails. Yeah, that would be perfect. Clean their ears, do all that stuff. Oh, am I meant to clean their ears? But the thing about the bath time, do your kids do this? It's the whole room that gets wet. Oh, yeah. It's a bath room. Yeah. Yeah, it's a wet room. It's just there is water coming down the walls. And every time, without fail, toilet paper, trash. Yeah. And they wash the tiles with the soap, you know. Just yeah. wash your own body. <laughs> Why do you have to wash those grey tiles? They cost me, they were like expensive tiles. <laughs> <laughs> but I did see these towels, which I think is a very good idea. And at the top of the towel, on the first half of the towel, it said face. And in the bottom half of the towel, it said fanny. <laughs> so you never wipe ah. your bum where your face goes. Another one said face and the bottom said flange. <laughs> and that's obviously I can't believe girl. someone beat you to that idea. <laughs> I know. I can't believe I didn't think of that. What am I doing in my life? That is pretty good, though. And then the boys one said um like, fa- they weren't as funny. Face, wheelie, whatever. Yeah. You know, it wasn't as yeah, funny. it's not funny. But what a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. Uh, see, that's what I want from you. I want that level of success with your so mumpreneur ideas. I want to be the face flange girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also massive issue is I can't get those little fuckers in the bath and then I can't get them <laughs> out. out. Yeah, yeah. That's what Tilly is. Once she's in, she's like a water prison. It's like she's in there and she's not going to get out. <laughs> I have to pull her out, which just makes more water go everywhere. Yeah, screaming. Yeah. And then, you know, you slip over on your way out. and Well, the only way I get them out is to pull the plug out. And you know how it goes, <laughs> makes all that noise. Yeah. They freak. Yeah, so do mine because I've told them out. that they'll go down there. Yeah. Like their fingers or toes will go down there and then that's it. They won't have toes. Yeah. That's how you get them to do anything. You just scare them shitless. Yeah, I know. There's so much unlearning our kids are going to have to do. 
<laughs> no. They go to school and go, what What do you mean? I've told my kids when they see a, um, one of those, you know, convertibles, oh, isn't that sad? That person can't afford a roof on their car. <laughs> That's like when you hear the ice cream van when he plays his music, that means there's no ice creams left. Yeah. yeah. Um, I say it means a child's died. <laughs> Well, so they won't race out because, you know, it's too dangerous to go outside. What, that is the music of a death procession, <laughs> a funeral procession for no, a child? No, because if they hear the music and they know it's an ice cream truck, they'll still go out. My kids would still go out to check, like, just to be sure, Mummy, yeah, yeah, just yeah. to be sure yeah. that he hasn't run out or she hasn't run out, although you never see a woman inside an ice cream truck for some reason. But, you know, <laughs> so I was like, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm ad-libbing. I didn't read the parent manual. <laughs> You certainly did not. <laughs> and a friend of mine says to her kids talking about scaring them into doing things that at night the witch comes out <laughs> and if you don't go to bed, the witch is going to get you. So I was saying to her a while ago, I can't get the kids to go to bed. You know, they'll fall asleep and they're fine, but it's on the couch or whatever. I can't actually get them into their rooms. And she goes, well, why don't you do what I do? You just tell them that the witch <laughs> is coming to get them. And if they don't go to sleep, that witch will attack them. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> That's great. I'm not sure I want the psychological trauma of that. And I said, what What do you do, you know, daylight savings or whatever? And she said, well, I sit the boys down and I tell them I've spoken to the witch. She's coming earlier. <laughs> and she said, it's okay, you can stay out for one hour later. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. I know. They're petrified. Yeah. Well, so they should be. Oh, I, I say that to my kid. I petrify them. Like, you know, if you don't do X, no one will be your friend at school. You know, if you don't share, Aww. no one's going to be your friend at school. Why? Well, that's the only way you can get them to share and be nice to other people is to terrify them that they'll be a loner their whole life. <laughs> Maybe that's not such a... Well, yeah, it is a bad thing. You yeah, do because then they never leave home friends. and they, you know, play computer games. They become a programmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, is that Digby? Is he doing... Oh, that's not good. What's he doing? He's got a... Uh, why did you give him real soccer boots? That is going to hurt. Oh, Mick bought them for him. I didn't know they were real. What do you mean real? He's got studs on the bottom of them. Well, don't they all have that? No, look, we just got sneakers. No way. Yeah. Oh, my God, you're right. I can see that now. <laughs> what am I going to do? I don't know. Take the take the studs out, oh, so we can just slide around. How can you take the studs out? I don't know. You unscrew them. This is Mick wanting DV to be the best at you know everything. He'll buy him a proper car soon. Yeah. <laughs> Why did he buy him studs? I had no yeah, idea. This is what this that. is what dads do. This is what parents do, especially with sport. They're like, this is my retirement. Yeah. This is where I'm going to make my money because my kid's going to be a professional athlete. Yeah. Poppy just walks around with the tennis racket. She doesn't even know what to do. He just puts it in a hand all yeah, the time. Yeah, because Serena Williams started at three, and then he throws tennis balls at her. It's yeah. like survival <laughs> of the fittest. If she doesn't get up in time, she gets a ball in the head. But is, is the coach going to come and talk to me about this year? Am I in trouble for this? No. Oh, maybe. I mean, that other kid does have stud marks on his leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah! Oh, you won't believe what Freddie told me the other day. He went into, like, he's just three, right? Yeah. In-depth detail about how he's lost his, he lost his legs... What? And that, yeah, he lost his legs in some sort of horse riding accident and then he was in the hospital and he was going to be fine except in the hospital he got even sicker and that's when he died. What are we dealing with here? Like I a swear past to God, it's thing. like a past life. 
It's a thing, right? It's a thing for yes. three and four-year-olds. It is. And I know it makes me sound like a complete nutbag, but, you know, I probably am. Hey, you wiped Pino clean or whatever. <laughs> Pine scent <laughs> Scandinavia all over him. Oh, just a bit of spray of Glen 20. I should you have just done that. You don't sound that weird, actually. <laughs> but do you, have you ever had that, like your kids saying they've had a like a past life experience? Yeah, funny you should say that. When Digby was probably the same age, we put a um, a map of the world up because I want him to be <laughs> I want a global him to know about traveler. The world, you know, and uh, so we put the, the the map up, and he said, "What's that big yellow one there?" And we said, "That's Russia." And he goes, "Oh yeah, I know Russia. I've been to Russia. I went there in a boat." And I said, "What do you? When did you go there?" He goes, "No, not now. Before, when it was just me, but I was older." Than I wow. am now. And then I said, who did you go with? And he said, I went to meet someone. Right. And we're like, who did you go to meet? And he said, I went to meet the girl. And I was like, what are you talking about? This is the weirdest conversation I've ever had and I don't want it to end. So I, I constantly, and then he sort of gave me nothing. But every now and then I try and like grill him a bit more and say, tell me a bit more about yeah, Russia. Feed him some like borscht or something you know, and yeah, see what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Do you want schnitzel? Yeah, me too. <laughs> some vodka. <laughs> yeah, that'd be more his style, I think. So yep. he sort of adds a few more stories in. But it really made me think about... That I was sure I'd heard, I'd read or heard about articles where kids go into like a significant amount of detail. So I googled it, and it's true. Yeah, it's a thing. It's got to be a thing. So is it just for a certain period of their life they remember their past lives? Yeah, and then the portal closes. Then their brains say no more. Shut up. Yeah. Oh well, I actually don't know if that's true. But you know, isn't it weird that neither of our kids were like the queen of? Russia, like, yeah. you know, our kids weren't anything famous. Yeah. I remember the time I overthrew France. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone else, when they've got past lives, was, you know, exactly, was Napoleon. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I rode a pony. And then my legs got chopped off. And yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And then did they, so in this article that I read, the kids were saying things like, I remember there was a time when my sister was my father and then... I died and no, woke up with you. I think that's just called Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> Did I, was I reading a Tasmanian written article? <laughs> you know, like they say that they were connected to these people in their past lives. It's pretty cool really, isn't it? I well, hope Poppy has something like I need to ask her. Yeah. What is she, two? Yeah. Yeah. I'll say, soon, Poppy, you're going to start <laughs> to remember a past life. <laughs> make sure you tell me all about it. And make it interesting. <laughs> Please be a princess. Yeah, or a um, flapper girl from the 20s or something, you yeah. know, gangster woman. Or maybe gangster man. Maybe Virginia Earhart. Was that her no, name? No, Amelia Earhart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe Virginia was her sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the one who got vertigo and didn't like to fly. Oh, she was the one that slept in and missed the flight. I'm so glad you're teaching your kids history. <laughs> I'll stick to geography, even though that's not a very strong point either. <laughs> so, you know, the reason I was late is that I had the halfway scan. Oh. Yeah. Did you find out? Nope. I don't know what flavour it is. Why not? What? Why find out whether I'm having a boy or a girl? Like, it's one of the few surprises left in life. But what, really? I'm surprised at everything all the well, time. <laughs> I'm constantly going, what? What? I can't believe that. <laughs> don't you want to, don't you think that we can, should be capitalising on, 
you know, however many years of technological advancement. Oh, no, I think that technological advancement is awful. Like the 3D scan, I was like, ew, do not show me that. My child looks like an alien, from, yeah. you know, Geiger. It's just wrong. Yeah, And I also because you're like, you're going to judge that kid. You'd be like, oh, you already look like my mother-in-law. That is not cool. Although <laughs> obviously not in my case. But just wrong. I just, I hate it. They give you too much information. They were like, do you want to see his heart? Or see its heart or her heart? And I'm yeah. like... No. Yeah, but you want to know. I never, ever want to see my child's heart. I just want to know it's beating. Exactly. I don't want to see it. But what I found out, I liked knowing what I was having, actually, so I could just help to me kind of not for a shopping or planning, but just sort yeah, of Yeah, because you would me. not have been organised. Mm, no. <laughs> it almost crept up on me as a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost slightly unaware that the pregnancy was coming to an end, even though I was in my 25th trimester. You're going to be one of those, you know, pregnant and didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> Except looked pregnant, like, uh, looks like I've been pregnant for 10 years. Massive. But I sort of liked it from a bonding perspective. You know, so I could talk to How her. How much and... more can you bond with someone when they're inside your stomach? Don't you think it's weird that you've got someone in there and you don't know what it is? No. I mean, as long as it's human, I'm completely <laughs> fine with it. Did you doubt that for a while? <laughs> Scully? <laughs> X-Files? I mean, at my, top, my bonding is I've been playing 80s hair rock. So like poison. Because <laughs> it gets this child going. It does a little bit of exercise. Saying, get me out. Get yeah. me out into that amazing world where I can wear red leather boots. Exactly, that big hair, <laughs> you know, 20 centimetre fringe. Um, but that's because, you know, did you, you know, when they um, did that study in England and all the mums who used to watch Neighbours, because mm. Neighbours used to be big, yeah. like people actually watched it mm. as opposed to now. Anywhere I don't even know if it's still on. Australia. And they were, that's when the mother would relax. So when these kids were born... The baby would relax when it heard, you know, would stop crying and would comfort itself when it heard Barry Crocker or whoever it was th- sing the theme song theme to Neighbours. Yeah. So what's your kid going to do? Just be... Poison. <laughs> You're going to put poison on. Yeah. To get it to relax. Yes. <laughs> How confusing will bedtime be for you? Okay, everybody, just Nothing quiet now. but a good time. <laughs> put on to 11. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to confuse them from the start. Why not? It is a divided subject, though, isn't it? You're either all for finding out what you're having or you're totally opposed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm never, ever going to do it. Well, I just, I didn't think I would either, but Mick really wanted to and he just sort of gets his way so rarely. I thought that maybe I should (laughs) indulge him. Give him something. (laughs) He clearly gave it to you, so give him one thing back. (laughs) That's true. And that's so, I sort of then became addicted to knowing. Really? Mm. Yeah, but then you kind of know and, and you tell people. And what it, like people ask all the time. They say to me, so do you know what you're having? Yeah. And what what are they going to do? Like if I say, oh, it's a girl, yeah. I should actually just start making it up. So whenever it comes out <laughs> a boy, they'll be like, oh, that's weird. But, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, no one ever says, oh, do you know what you're having? Yeah, I'm having a boy. Oh, that's a shame. You know what I mean? Like, you, what's the point? The so answer saying, is always... what is always, the point of that knowledge? Yeah, because the answer is always like, oh, isn't that great? But don't you just find out for yourself anyway? Like, I don't care. I don't care. Like, I care about you. I don't care about David. I don't care what you're having. <laughs> no, but I... It's why, not for me. But it's, it's a surprise. Like, I, I don't want to bond with it too much until it comes out and it's like, all right, I'm here. 
I'm yeah, here yeah. for legit and, you know, instead of going back into its past life as a roulette wheel. It, I know. see all sides of this story, totally. But you probably get more offended by what people say to you because you're having a third baby. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, generally, people are like, oh, why? Yeah. Why are you doing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be so outnumbered. I've heard that. It's really, people are really offensive, like... Oh, don't you know what? Ha- don't you know how to not have a baby? Basically, <laughs> is what they say. <laughs> I know everyone's like, "Oh, you need a new car." I'm like, "I don't need a new car. No, you squish them in. Squash them in." Yeah, but because you've got a boy and a girl, don't you, is that? Do you think that's why people are asking you? Yeah, we're gonna. Well, we're just gonna dominate. Something's gonna have to dominate. Mm. And also, one kid always misses out. That's what someone said to me. They're like, "Because you've only got two parents." Unless we divorce and, you know, stock up on some more. Yeah. But you've got two parents, so one kid gets to go to one thing and the other kid gets to another. So the third kid just has to tag along to either, you know, yeah. Brazilian jiu-jitsu or chess. Yes. You know, there's no in-between. That's, That's it. Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> so is it too late for you to rethink this? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> because, you know, even if you do know... There's no guarantee that it's right. A girl in my midwife group, you know how you do that go with the midwives and then they look after lots of different pregnant women. Yeah. And I knew... As opposed to pregnant men. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there one day. <laughs> and then, so I knew what I was having, a girl and the second time. And one of the girls who was in the same rotation as me, she, it's her first baby and she was having a girl and she decked out the whole room, the whole nursery, all the family, extended family knew and whatever. And it was a boy. So, and the midwife said to me, it's actually more common than you think. Do you get your money back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she'd washed it. That's enough. Because I did ask that question. Had she washed all of the clothes? You yeah. know, so she'd taken all the tags off the clothes. She'd hung them in the wardrobe. I mean, this is, this is punishment. Well, yeah, for being organised. Thank you. Yeah. Everyone has a go at me about not being organised. <laughs> she's really fucked herself up. So she's going to have to keep going and going and going until she has that girl. girl. <laughs> Suck eggs. God, I had to park so far away. Why don't they have a car park here? Oh, it's a nightmare, this um, playground. I hate it. You know what, speaking of car parks, I'd be lucky to be able to find the car. Have you ever lost your car in a car park? No. Come on. (laughs) Ever? Oh, no. Have you always remembered where you parked the car? Yeah, I'm not (laughs) a complete idiot. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Beck. Well, I've got a brain. It just doesn't work all the time. It doesn't (laughs) pick up every little bit. I've got, I carry this mental load. and I, I love the mental load. You know, and I struggle to be in the moment. So... I parked the car in the shopping centre and I went down and, and this was a while ago actually. It was the first time I'd left Poppy. So in I, the car? <laughs> she, I knew that she wasn't in the car. She was definitely at home with Mick and Digby. I, knew, I know that much. And um, I went to have a bit of me time. So I went to have some reflexology and a manicure. It's like so indulgent. Haven't done it for years. I was just loving myself sick. Meanwhile, I go back... <laughs> as it's over, to find the car, have zero, like when I say zero, I mean zero recollection of how many like levels down, I, how many ramps down I walked before I exited out, right? So I'm walking up this ramp like <laughs> I've never done it before in my entire life. It's like the first, like I've just been 
born and I woke up here. I've never seen it before, ever. These slippery feet from the reflexology and sort of wet nails because I was running out. But also, in the meantime, my boobs are just filling up with milk, right, because yeah. I've been a little bit late, longer than I wanted to be. Could not find the car. I was walking around just clicking the my yeah, the buzzer, buzzer thing, yeah. thing to see if the car would open or whatever. I was absolutely frantic by the end of it. And I thought, this is what it feels like to have Alzheimer's. This <laughs> this must be what it's like to lose your fucking mind. And I, and I was like... Did you even drive that day? I did. I did drive there. Yeah, right. I definitely drove there. But I didn't drive home. <laughs> <laughs> I got a cab because I could not find... But as I was leaving, I saw another woman driving around on the shopping trolley tractor. <laughs> but she had a baby with her and all these bags. And she was doing the same thing, clicking, clicking, clicking. But I was like visibly distraught by the end of this. And my knockers were absolutely... Yeah, I hated that feeling. Thanks for reminding me what's coming. Yep. thought they were literally like rocks, like mm-hmm. they are going to explode. So I really had no choice but to get out. So Mick had to go back up there and try and find the car. I couldn't tell him any... You know, like I couldn't give him any kind of signpost or I'd have said, it's at Westfield, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Hand me that baby before my tits explode. And the worst thing about this whole thing, if this isn't even that bad, is that I went to, you know, like the cashier window. Yeah. And there's this guy in there called Warren. And I was, <laughs> Warren doesn't have a day like this, I'm sure, you know, he was just having, a, was minding his own business, there's no, no real dramas going on in his world. Yeah, just gently sucking in the carbon monoxide. That's exactly right. And I just turned into this, like, kind of psycho. And I know I did, but I just couldn't stop because my boots were just so sore, right? Um, so I'm banging on the glass. <laughs> With two hands, two very well manicured hands, I, I might add, but banging on the glass with my gaze, literally crying, really close to tears, saying, Warren, I just, I'm really sorry, but I just cannot find my car. What do you think I should do about this? I just don't know what to do, and I've got to get home to feed my baby, and I shouldn't have been out this long anyway. And I can't believe that I can't find my fucking car. And he's just looking at me this total deadpan face. He had zero expression and I looked down and I was leaking had two massive (laughs) milk rings on this grey jumper that I was wearing very confronting because I'd also had to stand on my tippy toes to talk to Warren (laughs) in his little booth so my boobs were resting on the ledge you are not going to go be able to go back to Warren. I can't I can't go back there where am I going to shop? And he didn't say anything right. I didn't even get him a chance, give him a chance to respond. And I just walked away. And that's when I called the cab. <laughs> but I had to come and cut the cab with my arms folded <laughs> across these enormous rock tits. And uh, so, yeah, I can never go back to Westfield. Oh, this has to be over soon. Please, God. Oh, thank God, there's the whistle. Oh, shit, it's only half oh. time. <laughs> so we've got a whole another what, quarter to go. Oh, half. half. <laughs> You're so sporty. <laughs> has anyone scored a try? <laughs> <laughs> Join Bex and Hen next time for Two Judgy Mums, a babyology podcast.